<laughs> Bro, I just shot T-Bar. Good afternoon and welcome to the Top 10% Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Carter. Today is January 12th, 2022. This is episode number one and the intro to Top 10% Scott Hunter and Kyle Hunter. I'm going to give you a little history on the company and what got us to where we're at today. So stay tuned for today's podcast. This episode of the Top 10% Podcast is brought to you by Top 10% Hunting Headquarters, located in Coldwater, Michigan, your premier AR manufacturing outlet. Let's get back to your host, Dan Carter, of the Top 10% Podcast. Welcome back to the Top 10% Podcast. I have uh, Scott Hunter and Kyle Hunter with us here today, and we are at Top 10% Hunting Headquarters. We're going to give you a little intro as to where Top 10%, the brand, started. Um, I'm going to let Kyle and Scott give you a little breakdown on how we got to where we are today. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. We'll go ahead and start with uh, you, Scott, and then we'll go over to Kyle. So welcome. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. Um, we got going... At age 10, 9, Kyle? Roughly. Roughly. All right. It's pretty young. Um, the passion began pretty much at six years old for him. Okay. Um, I was already fully going at deer hunting, kind of being quiet and doing my thing and trying to shoot mature deer. Um, okay. We'll dial into the mature deer thing a little bit later, but... That's well, kind of I mean, what we're about. We'll talk about our land management. We'll get into a couple other things and how we travel and kill deer across the nation. But uh been a good year for both you guys and even myself. Not that mine is anything comparable to what you guys got, but uh, still comparable. So, Kyle, tell me a little bit about when it started at such a young age. Where did that come from? Was that Did you see it on TV? Were you watching like Bill Jordan and stuff back in the day? Oh, yeah, pretty much. Uh you know, watching the television and seeing what was on TV and wanted to be a part of that and being in that industry. So just seeing it at such a young age, that definitely made me want to do it. Like Bill Jordan and Tyler Jordan, you know, watching Tyler Jordan when he was young, you know, that kind of pushed you to be the same that. person. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I was kind of the same way, kind of enjoyed it just, just as much. You know, Michael Waddell, they brought a little bit of comedy and all that stuff to it. So when... At that point, I guess, when did you think this is for sure what I want to do? I mean, I know when we're young, we're we're all looking at Scott. You can probably fill in a little bit more on this and go, this was the day he was like, I'm not doing anything else, Dad. I'm killing deer. Man, that's a tough one. I don't know. Cause it, was, it was very tough because growing up, I was so involved with sports and everything else, too. So, I mean, it was it was hard because I was so into baseball. I played a lot of baseball. Didn't really know which direction I was going to go. But uh, high school, I'd probably say I definitely knew where I wanted to be. 
it started much younger. We started building stuff much younger. But by the time I got in high school, I was like, yeah, it's it's full go hunting. Gotcha. Dan, let me give a, let me give a quick story. Go ahead. We were so involved with um, travel baseball and very committed to it, and it took year-round passion for that. We were in a spring tournament, and we were literally late. Me being the coach and me having him and two other bar, one other kid and one of the star pitchers, um, I looked at Dion. His name was Dion. I said, Dion, where is Kyle? He said, man, he heard one of them pterodactyl birds down there gobbling. I said, pterodactyl? He said, I don't, I don't know what one of them big gobbler birds is. <laughs> so it wasn't 10 minutes later, I heard a shotgun blast. He's in the backyard and, and called in a bird. He had, you know, spring tag. That's awesome. Um, called in a bird. I run back there, and it was, it was a giant bird, three-inch, two-and-a-half-inch hooks. Just a great bird. Needless to say, we, we pulled up right, right when, you know. Right at game time. Game time. First pitch, here we go. Yeah, and hey. that just told me that hunting is, is his number one priority. Well, it took you precedence know. over something that, like, you were so passionate about already. Um, I know coming from a baseball family and playing for years myself and, and family and everything else, baseball is baseball, and we chase it kind of like what we chase deer and fish and everything else now. So I get it. And I'm sure there's lots of people out there that are going to relate to that as well because they had a sport or something they were passionate about. I mean, I can only imagine playing football and interfering with my deer hunting. I couldn't have done it. So I can remember eighth grade football. I, I didn't like to practice. I like to go deer hunt. So he he tell coach, you know, we got to go. It's always another excuse. We were just going, <laughs> we were just going deer hunting. Just going so, deer hunt, right, yeah. So. And that's all right. So I get eight grandmas a year. Right. So here that puts us to kind of where we had the basis. So when did top 10 come out? So where were you guys sitting around or in a truck or whatever? And you're on your way to the stand and you say, okay, Kyle's like, dad, this is what we need to do. And you're like, I get it. I'm not chasing baseballs anymore. We're going to chase bucks or whatever else we do. So let's do it this way. Okay. When we got going, we came up with Hunter on the Hunt, which is still a company or right corporation. Um, it's a trucking company now. But we changed venue because we started getting into deer management a little bit. We had a couple of clients that wanted us to do some jobs. Sure. And um, we got going in it, and it's really hard to tell somebody – we got Remy, Remy the dog. He's all wrapped up on my cords here. Um, tell somebody you have to shoot a mature buck, or nothing. When they've never even seen a mature buck. Well, let's let's take a second on that. You know, coming from where we're at, I mean, we're in Michigan. For anybody listening, you know, around that's that's not from here, um, so. Michigan deer, it's it's difficult for us as Michigan hunters, uh, all of us sitting in the same room. We've pursued deer 
regularly for a long time and we look at it and here in Michigan we go, oh, yeah, there's an 120-inch deer. And we have the mentality of thinking that's it here. But you and I, all of us know that that's not it here. There's a lot of big deer here. There's a lot of big deer that people just, like you said, Scott, they haven't seen they don't know are there, or they just don't know how to hunt them. And I guess that's where we come in with our land management side to be able to develop their property, our properties, you name it, to be able to, I guess, I don't want to use these terms, seek and destroy, you know, and, and hunt big deer. So going back to you on that. So now we have the company um, is in the forefront. You know, you, you have the trucking company, you decide, okay, we're going to open we're going to open top 10 or at that point it probably didn't even have a name, no, right? No. Well, the, the whole thing got built off of how do you teach somebody not coming off as a, as a, as an asshole. I can say that, right? Yeah, you can say that. All right. I mean, it's raw. I mean, it, it is what it is. How do you, we, how do you we, teach them? I didn't want to be an asshole and like, oh yeah, I do this, you can do that. So we decided that Kyle came to me and he said, dad, you got to, Teach him what the top ten percent of the property has to offer, and I'm like, wait a second. He's like, wait a second. Top ten percent, right? Land management, top ten percent TV, top ten percent everything came off the top ten percent. If you could get somebody engaged to have the same fun that we, he was growing up learning, to have that fun, that passion, to know what his property had to offer for him, even if it was only a ten acre parcel. So you had your top ten percent of deer in there, and you, you know, you use the trail cams, and you, you, you look at everything, and you understand that this is the top ten percent. And if your property only had a six point as its top ten percent, you shot the top ten percent of what your property had to offer. It's a, it's a learning curve to teach the other things so you don't come off condescending and then as an asshole. We teach a process, I think, is is what you're getting at. And, and I'm familiar with the process. Those of y'all, I, I mean, I'm, I'm here as part of Top 10 as well. So I understand that percentage. But And not to act like all of our properties are huge or all the property that we have has all these great big Boone and Crockett or even Pope and Young Deer on them. We just have developed a program land management wise or our scouting wise. And, and we can spend you a little bit on that, Kyle, you spend the most time in the field scouting, I think out of all of us. And we'll go to that in a second, but I think it's, we've developed a program that says, okay, what are you, one, what kind of property do you have? Does your property, does it max out at a 120? Does it max out at a 190? Or does it max out at a hundred inch eight point? And, and like you said, you're not being an asshole or you're not being condescending by telling somebody, I, mean, I wouldn't shoot that deer. You know, and that's not the mentality that we want to portray. You know, we would if that's what our property offers. I mean, and, and that puts it in the percentage, you know, and, and we're fortunate enough to be able to go other places and, and have other properties to hunt that we know what we're looking for. And, and we've worked through time to be able to find those things. So tell me, I guess you kind of tapped in a little bit of that is top 10% and we'll go in a little bit more deeper. Um, if, a person comes to you and, and, and they say, what do I got to do, Kyle? What do I got to do to scout? What, you know, what are the things that you're looking for on a property and that determines what that percentage is? I mean, obviously we all monitor trail cams. We all have wireless trail cams now that are sending us messages to the phone. My phone just went off at one of my house right now, but 
it's one of those things where, is that what we're looking for? You know, how do we teach those people what you're talking about, Scott, to look for that percentage? You want you want to grab that or you want me to grab it? I'll let you start off. I mean, I got some ideas, but as soon as we get a phone call on a consultation, first thing I go to is commemorative bucks. All right, there's 25 years history or 20 years history of that county. In the state or wherever, wherever we're right, looking. Right, or, right. You, you know, the information is ready available. So you buy a piece of property in Branch County, use our Branch County. You'll see there's multiple 160s to 170s being shot in this county. Right, that's unheard of. That a lot of guys so, are quiet and they're not talking about, but it's still hitting the books. Right, so you kind of, that's the first thing you can gauge off. And then I might even do a little bit more intel of where I might go contact through either social media, the neighbor, neighbor property, and see if they hunt. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm spying a little bit. Okay, sure. you hunt. I, I hit them up. Hey, what kind of deer have you been seeing over the last 10 years? Sure. They Quality Deer get, Management Association, any of those things right, you're are you looking at? Okay. Just trying to get a gauge of what's going on. And, and we could really dial within knowing that this area is going to has a potential of producing 140-inch deer to maybe higher. Sure. Now, after that, it's, it's, you know, that's the best we could do until we get into the things that Kyle starts implementing. So I'll let Kyle take over right there. That's, so now we're talking boots on the ground, right, Kyle? I mean, is that where we're going in and we're looking? Are we looking for sheds? Are we looking for, I mean, you tell me, what's, what's, what do you look for when you first hit a property? I mean, it all depends on you know, time of year. But, yeah, I mean, if I'm going in after winter, after a fresh season, I'm definitely looking for sign. I'm looking for sheds, and I'm, I'm trying to find where food sources are, and that will lead me to where I might find an antler and things like that. Sure. I'll get out there, and, yeah, I look for the sign. If I find some sheds, that's great. That's going to really show me what deer had survived around that area, but I'm not going to bank on that. I'm going to look for just deer signage. Just sign in general, yep. Um, you know, as we get into the summer months and deer are starting to grow up, definitely checking out deer uh, – from the truck, I'm going, I'm driving around as much as I can, and I've got the finals, you know. Right, and let's talk about that for a second, because I think a lot of people think, i got to look at deer on my property. i got to look at these deer that are in my field. Wrong, wrong. We're looking at deer in that surrounding block. I mean, exactly. and, and I know I do the same thing. We get to Illinois or we get to Indiana and stuff like that, and, and we can tap more on that on new properties and stuff that we hunted, and, and we all dialed into something new this year, and, and we're able to – put stuff on the ground but looking at that these people think that we don't need to search outside of our box and, and that's one thing that we need you know farm community i mean we got open fields all around us i mean we're driving around we're scouting everybody's land not just our land exactly because what happens at rut deer move everywhere everywhere right and it's not just bucks it's does too you know and plus you get the summer patterns versus winter patterns yep, and move. okay and uh it, it all depends on the deer uh not every deer thinks the same, but kind of like people, you know. Sure. One deer might have a really tight core area. Another deer might walk three, five miles every other day, you know. Sure. So, yeah, I think it's a social thing sometimes with a deer, too. I mean, yeah. it's almost like a personality. They each have their own personality exactly. disorders, you know what I mean? Like, one likes, he likes to be here, and that's where he's going to stay. Um, I think oh. it depends on age a little bit, too. As sure. As get a little bit older, I find that our older deer like to tighten their core area up, and then 
you're just hoping that's on your block, you know. Sure. So that's why we kind of do a lot of things we do. We try to offer them stuff to keep them there. That way, as that deer gets older and he knows, uses our stuff for his core area. Right. You know? So we're building the core. I mean, and, and that goes into our land management thing. And obviously, right. we're going to have some future podcasts on that where we get into that and some other things on scouting and stuff like that. And and then obviously later on, we're going to get into um, some actual hunts. We're going to talk about the good stuff where people are putting stuff on the ground. And I know that's what you guys want to hear, but uh, right now we just really want to get you an intro for what we do and how we do it. Um, I know like what Kyle's saying, I know the next step is when we're getting out in those winter months, when we find that accidental shed that is like money, all of a sudden like our blood pressure starts going. And for the next six, eight months we're we're thinking this is the deer. This is the one deer we're chasing. Kyle's a one deer guy. What about the one in Indiana? <laughs> uh, that deer, he was a, uh... That deer was a tough one. I chased him for a few years. Uh, he's an EHD survivor, and he's one of the oldest mature deer I had on the farm, so I really keyed on on that one deer, and uh, I really got lucky on him, but uh, we ended up pulling the job off, so there's a, there's a lot of video to come from that and a lot more to talk about with that. Right. Uh, but, man, I do key, on, key in on a lot of specific deer, and that's what I like to try to do. They always got my... They always keep my mind racing, so. Good, good. Yeah, the challenge is, the challenge is kind of why I do it, too. I like the new property thing. I like the, you know, chasing something different, you know, yeah. or looking for something that's bigger and better, you know, and it's not about bragging rights at that point. It's just it's more challenging for me and put something in, in it that that's worthwhile. So, Scott, I guess let's go back to, you know, obviously we don't want to keep this super lengthy today because we really want to get an intro on a couple other things that we do. So now let's fast forward a few years. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're on the map. Right. We're doing it. We're all over social media, by the way, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Carbon TV. You know, check out our videos. Check out the stuff that we have. Um, you know, come check out the store, Custom ARs. Custom ARs. We are um, AR manufacturer. We are, yes. 100% hunting headquarters, LLC. 100% warranty in-house. Jeremy Hawes. Yeah, best bow tech in the country. Best bow tech in the country. Straight up, and he's an AR machine. Yeah, we've been moving some ARs out of here lately. It's been pretty busy. Well, yeah. i seen two leave. Two leave today? Maybe more? I don't two. know. Two today. Two today. So, other yeah. side of that. So, we're here. Yeah, so, that, that started two years ago. Happy we got week. We got land management going, doing a lot of jobs. Yeah, um, started with the land quiet, quietly doing them. Like, you know, it, it. I focused on those until we hit a job for a customer who said, "I want to hire you, but you don't have a per se a building." Sure. And then I was like, "Man." You don't have a storefront, so let's right. let's that spin on that for a minute. Just like blew my mind. Yeah, you know, like they, we need a storefront. We need a storefront because we produce videos or podcasts or we're doing land land management or anything like that. Well, we we didn't need a storefront, but in the back of your mind, you're going, "Hey, that's a good idea. We can we can do this." Yeah. So I, we do it. I lost a big job because I didn't have a storefront. Right. Made me mad. And not only that, I guess it gives you a little bit of different rapport too. So Kyle's out there beating up the ground and telling these people, "Hey." you know, we can do this. We can put you on the same kind of deer that we're on, or we can at least take the top 10% of your property. And, and this is where we're at. So now we get a storefront. And 
I don't know what I I don't know what I did, what it just exploded. <laughs> That's a good problem sometimes is when when things happen like that. I mean, it's it's almost like they just fall on your lap. Um, it's not that it's not a lot of work. I mean, I know I'm in and out of here and I see you guys working. Kyle, you're in and out of here all the time. You're not normally at the store for selling or, or anything like that, but Kyle's in and out and you know, I'm in and out. I mean, I, I got a regular job. You know, we have trucking company that you have outside of this, Kyle. You know, we got all all kinds of things going in other directions and families and everything at home. So we are just like everybody else. I don't want to say that we're we're just the average company because we're far from that in the land management stuff that we're bringing to the table and the ARs and stuff that we're putting out are top of the line stuff. So if you would have told me two years ago, your building would turn into a manufacturer and one of the top Botex in the state would be working with you who could also produce video and kill big deer and learn everything you could learn. I would have said you're crazy because We've got kicked in the mouth so many times from different companies, uh, media companies saying, we could do this for you, do this for you. Everything has to come from yourself. And we, we built this building, and we were fortunate to have the opportunity to meet you, Coots, Jeremy Hawes. Which you'll you'll see a lot of these people show up in video, right. and you'll also see these guys. So many uh, you're going to hear random. them. Yeah, you're going to hear them here on podcasts, and we're we're going to do interviews. We'll get Jeremy on here. We'll do some off season bow stuff. That way, you know, you guys that that follow along can can kind of tune into that. Um, we'll get Kyle on here more for some hunt stuff, and then we'll also get him a, to dig a little bit deeper into his scouting trips and things of that nature. Um, that with that said, no pun intended. I mean, our goal as a brand is is to be the top ten percent of the industry, and that's it's it, as small as our industry is, as big as it is the same. You know, there's so many people out there, and so many people trying to do what they're doing, and now with so many small cameras and things like that, we can. Everybody knows somebody that's trying to film or they're trying to do those things or they're trying to put something together or everybody's building an AR in their basement or whatever they're doing. But is it quality? Is it the stuff, you know, that, you know, and we didn't even touch on anything coyote yet. You know, I mean, we're, we're huge when it comes to the coyote stuff and thermals and we have everything for your coyote needs, guys. I know it's coyote time right now when you when this airs here in the next day or two, we're right in the heart of Michigan coyote season. So. If you need calls or thermals, um, which are tough to get right now, scanners, um, ammo, we're your, we're your go-tos. ARs, we got them. I want to touch on the ARs. We are building custom ARs that are going all over the world, all over the United States. Um, six millimeter arc, we can't keep in stock. We move them so fast. They come in, they go out the door. We have... I would like to think we've become the leader of six millimeter arc in Michigan. We're pretty premier in this area. I mean, I know talking to guys myself that, that aren't even familiar with the caliber yet. And we can, we can do a little bit more on that. I think you and I will talk more in depth about that caliber and what and why and ballistics coefficiencies and everything else of why we like to run that caliber here. You won't talk ballistics with me. 
Jeremy, I was, we'll Jeremy, get Jeremy in Jeremy here to talk ballistics. Talk ballistics. So, n- nonetheless, I mean, w- yeah, you're just like it kills them downrange. That's fine. It's downrange killing. So, I guess just to spin on that a little bit more, um, again, guys, if there's something that you want, we can do other calibers. That's just our go to caliber. I know most of the team, um, a lot of us carry those, and, and, and you know, that's what we're using. Um, as we run into. Um, like I said, coyote season, I know there's a lot of those out there. I mean, we're killing a lot. So if you're watching any of our videos on coyotes or you're on our Instagrams and Facebooks and everything that we have, YouTube, you're going to see, you're going to see that arc in action. Um, Jay Flint. Yeah. Joe. We have so many names. You'll hear some deer stuff on that with that arc in, in the future too, right, Kyle? Yes, sir. With that Indiana buck with the, with the six millimeter arc. So. so many, so many names that we got. We take forever to talk about. The body of top ten. The body started from a little boy and his dad. Passion. Passion. And we have worked so hard and been hurt by so many people. But we never lost focus of blessing anybody that we met with anything that we've been taught. The same kind of concepts. We just want to give our passion back. Sure. In this industry, and not, not, not have what we had happen in the beginning of being. You well, know, I think that the ropes. there's a lot to be said with that. I mean, again, going back to you know just being the top ten percent, you know, as as part of the team, that's kind of my thing. I'm passionate about the same things you guys are. So being able to offer things up to somebody, and you know, we all want to teach our kids. You know what I mean? Like, we all want to teach them the things that we learned especially when it comes to the outdoors and hunting and fishing and those things. But I think that extends further with a business like this in an organization like this, or just a brand like this, we're, we're bringing that to everybody. And and we want to share that, you know, you come in here and stand around and shop talk with all of us. And, you know, it's probably highly unedited and, you know, we, you know, we're trying to make this as family as we can, but, I'll be honest with you. It's it's pretty pretty interesting around uh, around the shop. So um, we just want to share that passion with you guys through through everything that we do here, uh, through getting you with good equipment, land management, teaching the skill sets that that it takes to to kill your top ten percent. And um, I know we're nearing the end of. Uh, time here so i'm going to try and wrap it up a little bit but i'm going to leave it with you guys for a second and see if there's anything else that you guys would like to make mention before um, we kind of prelude up to the next uh, we got a lot of good kill stories coming we have a lot of more ar stuff coming coyote stuff coming um uh, we're right at the beginning of the season so land management is going to be a big thing i know scott you and i talked about doing a series on land management things of that nature We'll do a scouting thing with Kyle. We'll also get together and do a bunch of different things. So you guys are want to stay tuned on all of those and, and keep following us along to, to get to that. But either you guys got something more that you want to add to anything that we talked about so far, anything, any more, and, you know, Kyle, what do you, what do you think? I just think we got a lot of exciting stuff to come, and I hope uh, a lot of people stick with us and check it out. So I think it's going to be an exciting year this next coming year. So Yeah, I can't agree more. That's about it. Okay. Scott, what about you? What, what do you... We started a let's go, let's grow model. Yep. Um, and we're still growing. And we're very excited to meet new people and help them grow. 
and give them as much knowledge as we could possibly give them with deer hunting ARs, bows. We have a team built so strong right now. The core of top 10 has never been stronger with people, individuals, even the social media, even the editing. If you need, you guys got your own brand, hit us up. We'll help you out. Yeah, we want to. We want to teach that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have a lot of work to do as a company, and that's where Dan comes in to 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 get our social media and our um, um yeah, lots of marketing changes and things yeah, like our that. Film yeah, out, our film. I'll get a little. Yeah, we got to get our footage a little more organized. But we've had a strong core, and we've been just kind of on the map. Me and Kyle have, and we've had so much on our shoulders of. Got to produce so many kills. Got to do this. Got to do that. Got to do this. Do that. Now our team is just excelling, stepped up, um, and a lot of that is is coming together. So we'll be able to pull things together and get it done. Awesome. And I think it's going to be super exciting over the next year, next couple months. Our podcasts are going to be are going to be crazy wild when you hear some of the stories coming up with um, some of these big deer. Kyle had a season that. You heard that that's my shop dog, dog. shop dog Remy boy um Kyle had a, a super season um I don't even know how many inches I ain't around the ground but it's a lot um, it was a good year we got an Ohio story with a, with a, a guy that we will have a podcast with um Ryan, yeah, Ryan. Ryan yeah. Alexander um just stupid crazy stories um so Stick with us, and um, let's go. Let's grow. All right. Thank you to Scott and Kyle today, and that's going to wrap everything up for this one. Stay tuned, guys. We'll have another podcast next week. Not sure yet what um, that one will bring, but I can guarantee that it will be something about the top 10%.